1: in style by gearing yourself up with some dpn merchandise over at teesprings.com slash stores dpn we have left the link in the description of this youtube video and on the podcast
0: because i think the purpose of faith is to get human beings to live on a higher plane than the animals in the jungle and that there's something bigger going on that's bigger than all of us.
1: and we're back yes we are what's going on everybody it's your boy ram with my boy connor welcome to the dear pats nation podcast recorded live here on this august the first we are back after a week away from our vacation connor what's yes, going on sir. How you?
2: good how are you how was vacation
1: very good. As you know, we got up north. Uh, we yeah. and I did talk this week, but I got up north and uh, had a few beverages. Had a good time. It was nice. it was good, man. But did you, know, you go I ended, swimming? Uh, I went in the water. All right. Jules went swimming a lot. My dog was out there swimming a lot. My kids swam like crazy. And, nice. Uh, no, it was more just chilling with family. Like it was a lot of people up there. My cousin, my aunts, my uncles. My parents, my wife's parents came up for a few days. We got golfing in on Friday. My elbow was finally good enough to golf again, so I was excited about that. So Nice. All in all, it was a good week. It was nice to get away, but I'll be honest with you, man. I was sitting there last night um, kind of eager to for us to get back at it. We got some ideas going forward for Newsbreak and, and whatnot and Patreon and just yes, you know, real, uh, real excited about that kind of stuff going forward.
2: And real things are happening.
1: They are. Real, <laughs> real things are happening.
2: They're actually, uh, they're preparing to play football finally at long
1: last. What are we like thirty nine days away from kickoff for the opening opening season? And yes. I think that like yes. this week is the Hall of Fame game or whatever, right? Like it's it's, we're...
2: it's very soon because I think the Patriots play the first game the twelfth.
1: I yeah. think. So, I mean, we're we're rolling on. I know that you and I aren't excited about watch. We're excited about watching the preseason, but because we have to cover it for news break, yep. uh, we're not excited about having to cover four quarters of preseason, especially when it gets into those late fourth quarters of the games.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I know that it's going to get to the fourth quarter where it's typically guys that aren't even going to, like, have a chance to really make it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, no, football is is happening. And so let's, I mean, um let's just get into what we wanted to talk about today since we're there already um and that's obviously the quarterback battle that's the battle that everybody is the most interested in and I want to say kudos to Cam Newton great start for him to camp what do you think
2: definitely yeah from from the little that I've seen on Twitter it looks like he's he's been fantastic his balls have been right on the money he's been airing it out I mean I I, I think it's going to be good also because it seems as always Cam's a little bit better at throwing the deep ball and now he has Nelson Aguilar so
1: and I think at this point in time, as good as Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry looked, I think Hunter Henry was, and both of them were a little rough day one, but day two, three, four, they were good. Nelson Aguilar's kind of sort of been the standout of camp this year.
2: Right. Absolutely. And there was that uh, throw that he threw to him. And I, I think you put it on your Twitter and it completely reminded me of, I forget who caught it, but it was first the Texans, that 50 yard pass that he aired out last season. I was like, that's exactly like Cam's bread and butter outside of running the football.
1: Yeah, it is. So and I think that well, I mean his bread and butter was going deep like that and playing the ball to tight ends. So when when it comes to throwing the football. So I think Belichick has really has really gone out. Mac Jones has looked okay. He's he's had rookie moments. I think that's that's the fair point to make right now.
2: I agree. Yeah, and that's that's exactly why I think we've both kind of thought it would be better to have cam start and then if they have to go to mac jones they have to go to mac but obviously rookies typically benefit from sitting for a season or two
1: so now you and i have discussed uh sort of tandem that uh i guess we could say we've been we've been rough on cam newton this season we have in fact yeah. connor we have been so rough that i got a tweet last night and i think it's the most offensive thing that was ever said to me Really? That yes. says a
2: lot on Twitter, man. Twitter,
1: <laughs> it is because I mean, I, I we've I've had people wish death on me. Yep, I've had people, just a lot, right? Yeah. So I tweeted yesterday, seems like Cam is having a pretty good camp. Ball is coming out quicker. Prove everything I said about you wrong, Cam Newton. Best case scenario in the world is me saying, yep, I was wrong again. Cam is the starting quarterback. Of course, you and I have a bet with one of our Patreon members, Thomas, that if Cam Newton is a solid quarterback this year in October, we will dump ice water on our head, a bucket of ice water on our head. And we've both said that we hope we're wrong, and the best case scenarios were wrong, and early indication in camp is telling us that we might be wrong. However, Connor, however, um, however, if they were doing bad early in camp, we would be making somewhat excuses that it's early in camp. So I don't think that we can get, we can't jump the other way and pretend like it wouldn't be the other way. But here's the tweet I got today. So I tweeted that out and at no moss gathers. Okay. Said to me, Stopped watching your YouTube channel because you sounded like Zolok, Blint Bertrand, and Chris Curtis.
2: Oh, wow. Wow, he went for the neck. Oh, my yes. goodness. You're right. That is probably the most insulting thing you can be called these days.
1: Yes. So as Very as offensive. You know, yes. So uh, it, it was the most offensive thing ever said to me. I'm, I'm going to yeah. be honest. It, it was... I, I was absolutely disgusted. Yeah, I, <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> I don't. I don't blame you, man. Wow, I didn't. I didn't know
1: they went that deep on you today. They did. They did go that deep. I, I think that was last night. But yeah, like I said, that's, that was the most offensive thing ever said to me. So appreciate it. But you know, I said you also, do, you
2: don't want to be clumped in with that group right there.
1: No, but I also did say to him, stop watching me because I was hard on Cam Newton. It's probably the most rational reason people have stopped watching us, right? I mean, we've been told before people stopped watching us for some very irrational reasons, so... People stopped watching us before because last year we uh, I'm not sure if that's Connor or me. I seem to be at full Wi-Fi right now, so I'm just going to keep talking. But yeah, people stopped watching us last season because we were too positive we were people stopped watching us because we were absolutely just in there we lost you there connor but we got you back um yeah people stopped watching us because well no sorry one of us was positive one of us was a little bit more realistic
2: touche yes patriots patriots 12 and 5 this year let's go
1: (laughs) wasn't that your no last year was 13 and 3
2: 13 and 3 that was the possibility that was it was
1: and that was pre-cam newton you made that that prediction that was with them going forward with jared stidham as the starting quarterback possibly brian hoyer
2: i talked myself into jared stidham being a stud last year
1: actually i blame joe uh he's actually yes yes i remember that for vicarious patriots because he kept telling us about his final year at auburn and how he was going to be a first round pick the year before and right so we put all this stock into him um, yeah. the same way that people put stock into it. Now I never did, but when Danny Etling was drafted, which I, he only popped in my mind because he was released today by the Seahawks. And I tweeted out that the future is coming home. But remember when everybody was like, yeah, nice. Danny, cause I think Etling was picked like in the sixth or seventh round. Everybody's like, he's like, he's going to Tom Brady. It. And people are like, no, you got to watch this kid. Like he's really, really good. And he has a chance. And I was like, Danny Etling does not have a chance <laughs> to be the Patriots starting quarterback.
2: Hey, good for him, though. He's still around somehow, right? Because it's it's definitely been a few years. So,
1: Weren't they trying to use him as a wide receiver?
2: I think so. I Maybe they are trying to Julian Edelman him. Maybe. Julian Edelman was supposed to be a quarterback, too, right?
1: Yeah, maybe. You got my private chat, right? Yes. Okay. So at any time, just pull it up, right, when it's there. Just interrupt yep. whatever we're doing. Uh, so I saw a tweet the, uh, about a day ago from Pat Stan, and I thought he hit it perfectly And it was just simple like this. He said, day one, it was clearly Mac Jones. Day two, it was clearly Cam. Day three, it was slightly Cam. Day four, it was probably a rough day for both the quarterbacks, and it was a toss-up. So I guess when we head into camp uh, day five tomorrow, because they had an off day today, probably fair to say that Mac Jones uh, has, or sorry, Cam Newton, I apologize, has a slight advantage and better play during camp from what you've seen and heard.
2: From what I've seen and heard, I would say so. And it's it's not a bad indication that Bill Belichick has come out and said that he's the starting quarterback again, which now, like we were just saying, we're only a few weeks away from the season. So for Bill to be saying that now, I mean, I I think it's Cam's job to really lose. But I also think Cam has been the co- better quarterback so far in camp. Obviously, very little uh, to go off of. But so far, it looks like uh, that's, that's going to be the case.
1: And right before camp, or camp started, Belichick did come out and he kind of beat around the bush a little bit and and kind of moved away from declaring Cam Newton the starter and kind of said it was like an open competition. And it's almost like after watching him for four days, thought, yep, 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 he's what I thought he was going to be. So I'm comfortable now to, or it's actually after three days, I'm comfortable enough to say he's our starting quarterback. And basically Mike Reese came out and we're going to be covering this a little bit deeper for a news break tonight. Uh but it's Mike Reese came out and basically said like Mac Jones is gonna have to do something really, really special if he's gonna take this job from Cam Newton.
2: Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking, and that's what I've been reading. It's it's really Cam Newton's job to lose. Either Mac Jones is gonna have to be like absolutely lights out phenomenal, or Cam Newton is gonna have to literally not be able to complete a pass because even if they're kind of, you know, both playing on a similar
1: level, I think Cam Newton's gonna get the nod all day. Does Cam Newton having a solid start to camp give you more uh, optimism heading into this season, week one with him as the starter? Or are you kind of sitting where we were before, where we're still we're completely not sold on Cam Newton, but we're happy to see a good start? And like we said, we hope that come October, uh, after that Bucks game, you and I are you know, I, best case scenarios, we're dumping ice water on our head in our underwear, uh, telling people we were wrong. And
2: yeah, I mean that we can only go based off of what we've seen so far, and so far, so good. Obviously, I mean, we're, we're only a few days into camp, but he, you can't ask for more out of him based on what he, he's had so far. It's like when people say, oh, you know, they're they're beating up on bad opponents right now. Cam's doing the best that he can based on what's going on. So the time will tell, but so far so good.
1: Okay, I'm going to take a quick break here, here from Newsbreak. Connor and I are thrilled to be a part of the Newsbreak team. And when you download the free Newsbreak app from the link that we left in the description, it directly supports Deer Patch Nation. So you can stay up to date with all of our content and all of your local news for free by downloading the Newsbreak app with the link we provided you in the description. Uh, one of the things that Mac Jones is doing, which I was happy to see is I think it was a day ago to Brian Hines tweeted out that Mac Jones was staying late to work with Hunter Henry. And I think that if he has any chance of getting in a game this year, he's going to have to be putting in that extra effort. Uh, oh, you know, for if, sure. if Cam Newton isn't performing, you know, if he's not performing like he is during camp, when, when the games come around, uh, but I think regardless, even if Cam Newton does perform and he is a starter this year and, and you know, maybe Mac Jones doesn't get his opportunity until next season, I think he has to continue putting in this kind of work, no?
2: No, ab- absolutely. I mean, that's, that's best case scenario as well. He really is going to need to put in the extra work just to, you know, put himself in the position to have the opportunity to play this year. I mean, it, and it's a good thing. I also read that he was – uh texting Brian Hoyer at 6 o'clock in the morning before Hoyer was even up asking him questions. So it seems like he he's trying to pick things up as quick as he can. So they, he, he he's doing whatever he can. It's not going to be his fault if Cam Newton's the starter. He, he's preparing for the future right now.
1: And again, I think that that's best case scenario for the Patriots if Cam Newton is the starter because that means Cam Newton has performed and he's going to perform this season in the future Is learning how to play football in the National Football League, right?
2: Right. Exactly. So that's what he's doing right now. He's putting in the extra work. He's trying to learn from guys like Brian Hoyer and hopefully Cam plays. He has a great year. And then, you know, obviously the future is Mac Jones, but that has nothing really to do with this season as much.
1: Now, whether we want to give all the credit to Cam for his performances or not, I don't know. I mean, we can heavily debate that, but I don't feel like doing that today. Maybe we can get into that in a couple of weeks. But Evan Lazar wrote this today, uh, about 12 hours ago. He said, the new look Patriots offense is going to be good, perhaps really good. And you can tell just four practices into camp. The offseason additions are leading the way at Pat's camp. Uh, Obviously, as I said, I think Nelson Aguilar, at least from everything I've read and heard, is the breakout player from camp. Kendrick Bourne, apparently, has just got a, a catch uh he's just counting up catches and his stats are going through the roof and the two tight ends have been very involved in the play and even Nikhil harry's been sort of contributing uh,
2: I heard there, that. <laughs>
1: in, in the end zone what that means going into the season i don't know and and i'm interested you know Nikhil harry's uh, outside of the quarterback position is probably the other position i'm going to be or player or story i'm going to be watching carefully uh we only got about a minute here before we got to get over to our patreon comments uh but let me ask you man um how excited are you to see that this offense, that this big money that people were worried about, not the tight ends, but especially Kendrick Bourne and Nelson Aguilar, how are you feeling that they're coming through and playing?
2: I seem, I feel like it's all going to come together. I didn't ever really doubted Aguilar or Bourne. I was actually pretty excited about them, But it, it's great to see that so far what we've seen, they actually look like they are going to perform and it's going to pan out how us as fans and more importantly, Bill Belichick as a coach kind of drew it up. So if Aguilar can beat that deep threat, Kendrick Bourne can kind of play out of the slot, rack up a ton of catches, and then they can use both the tight ends and they can get good quarterback play. This is what we've dreamed of the whole time is like if they can you know, put what they've put on pen and paper into you know, existence, they're going to be a very good team. So I'm, I'm hoping that's what happens with the offense here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I want to give Connor credit where credit is due. Before free agency even rolled around, he consistently talked about Nelson Aguilar and seen the fit I did, for the I
0: Patriots.
1: <laughs> You know, we're talking about all these other free agents, especially like those, those big name free agents. And Connor just kept saying right. Nelson Aguilar, like he just kept bringing up Nelson Aguilar. So good for you, Connor, on that call.
2: I I hope, knock on wood, that uh, it translates and that he's actually good as a Patriot. So so far, so good.
1: So both of us have something to hang our hats on this year. You can hang on Nelson Aguilar. I can hang it on Christian Barmore. Yep. And uh, we're looking good. And Devin gotcha. you. a good. Defense too. But we'll get into that a little bit more because we do have to get to the Patreon comments here. Guys, if you want your comments and questions answered during the live recording of the podcast on YouTube, the only way you can do that is by joining the Dear Pats Nation Loyalty Club over on Patreon. And the only way you can watch this recording video-wise, if you missed the live recording, is to be a Patreon member plus the other exclusive Patreon videos we put out there. Hear about our Patreon club right now. We want to thank all of the Deer Pats Nation Loyalty Club members on Patreon. For only $5 a month, you get an exclusive Patreon webcast from Sunday to Thursday, access to the live recording of the Dear Pats Nation podcast, and an exclusive live stream every second Friday where you can join Connor and I on screen. We don't have any tiers; It's only $5 a month. So come check out the Deer Pats Nation Loyalty Club at patreon.com slash sports. We've left the link in the description. So these comments were obviously left about a week ago because Connor and I were off for vacation. We just came back today, but let's get into it here. Brian Lynch says, love to discuss the new COVID policy in the NFL. Imagine if the Brady versus the Patriots game ended in a forfeit. Team vaccination percentage is now a competitive advantage. Could cuts be made on that factor? We've Probably. already seen it. Like we've already seen it with coaches. I think the Patriots parted away with their tight ends coach. Yeah, somebody, week.
2: yeah. Or offensive line coach, somebody. Although I gotta say, I think I think if the player's that good, then they're gonna overlook it. If the player's on the cuff, then they might be in trouble. But I don't know. Obviously, Cole Beasley's a huge name. DeAndre Hopkins came out and was outspoken. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins isn't gonna get cut, but some of the guys that are on the fringe, that could be that could be, you know, uh, something that they're gonna take a look
1: at. I'll tell you what, there's a name right now that if Jared Stidham can come back from his injury because Brian Hoyer's unvaccinated and is not true. Vaccinated That's and, true. I mean, I know the Patriots like having him around, but if you're willing to part ways with your offensive line coach, you think you'd be willing to part ways with Brian Hoyer.
2: They probably are at this point. Yeah, I mean, Brian Hoyer, obviously, we saw what he was made of last year when they put him in the game. Right now, he's basically a glorified coach.
1: Love Vibration Nation says, Thank God you guys are snap facing Bill. What would Bill do without you?
2: That's a good that's a good question. Honestly, thankfully that he's here and we are able to snap face him so we're able to get in touch with him regularly. But I if not, I also have a source, you know, over at Gillette Stadium to get in touch with him. So
1: in the pro during the pro shop.
2: Yeah, and we also called him once, but we can. Do you remember
1: him. that night on Patreon that we called? It, it, we called, stadium him. <laughs> looking for Bill Belichick.
2: I I can't believe he didn't answer.
1: Yeah, me neither. Uh, Love vibration nation says, "Dad joke of the day: Aaron Rodgers' career in jeopardy."
2: Oh, nice. <laughs>
1: Love Vibration Nation says, Ray, I wear sunglasses day in and out of the clubs. The key to wearing them all the time is to wear a pair that is light and not too dark. Try vintage frames. That's the move. High fashion. Grab the $99 specials. Wow. Um uh, as you can see right now um, no shades I decided to come we were debating remember I was debating whether I wanted to be wear sunglasses anymore when we did the podcast it yep. it started because I was waiting for my contacts and and glasses to come in to help me with my blue light problem I was having so I was wearing sunglasses and I got dubbed Shades and it just became a thing. And now I got a nickname Shades. And I thought, can I be Shades and not wear the sunglasses? It, like, is that something I could do? I decided to come back from vacation. No more sunglasses. Maybe every once in a while for Ross, I'll throw them on.
2: There you go. Yeah. At this point, though, you're Shades. That's the new name. But yeah. you don't have to wear the sunglasses anymore, I feel like. No, I, it's can, already still be, stuck.
1: Yeah, I can still be Shades. Well, I mean, yep. you used to be the Boston Heartthrob and you turned into the Boston Boomer. That's true. Very quickly. Love vibration nation says raise MP3 player that fit 30 songs was called empty, empty player. I believe had a weird name like the wire or something. Probably. Yeah. I
2: I forgot we were talking about that. Yeah. MP3 players. I I grew up poor. Yeah.
1: For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, you got to go over to Patreon. It's the only way you'll find out.
2: Yes, exactly.
1: Thomas says, okay, so this is, again, this was a week ago. This was when I was asking people if they would be okay with me leaving the sunglasses. Thomas says you can, Leave the shades as long as you got the matching shirt and cap going, but you need another name then. I think you got
2: I can you, you're matching today.
1: I do. I, I think I can stay as shades and just not yep. have the sunglasses. No, I agree. Shreddo Will says you don't have to be shades anymore if you don't want to be. Uh, you can both be boomers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that uh, matters.
1: That makes sense. A bunch of us have been here way longer than you wearing sunglasses, so I can imagine you not wearing them anymore wouldn't be a big deal. Keep the attitude and keep trolling, though. I will keep trolling. All no right. problem. I did get into a like one day back, Connor. One day back, like honestly, like seriously on Twitter, and I got into a Twitter beef today.
2: Already ready to troll, huh? I were like sh- it. Were you shocked? I, I'm not. I'm not. That's guy, it's good to see you're still in the
1: shape. Actually, I got you involved in it. Did you? Yeah, this guy was a W E E I blowhard. Oh, this guy. Yeah, I saw some of this. Because Scott Zolak came out and said, uh, like, no one looked good or whatever, not good for a 15 year vet trying to win the quarterback job, and I was like, yep. no, absolutely right. Thank, thankfully, the Patriots don't have any 15 year vets on their team. <laughs> yeah, I know who's been in the league for 15 years. None of them, right? Brian Hoyer's got the most. I think he's been like 12 or 13. Right? Like, Cam's <laughs> been in the league like 10 years, right? So this guy just like comes like absolutely defending Zolak and him and I just start kind of going at it. And then like, I went on his Twitter thing. He's always tweeting at WEEI and always, always tweeting at the sports hub. And he just like yep. loves that sports radio and everything he was quoting at me was sports radio quoted. So I was just like, Hey Connor, what is that radio station in Boston that brings me on to talk about the Patriots?
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> I bitch. wonder if he, he could have been listening while you, uh, while you were on.
1: I wonder if he could. Oh, he knows. That is it. For those of you who don't know, I have been a guest on WEEI. to talk. I talked about the New England Patriots. I talked about the playoffs. Yeah, and uh, I think that's all I talked about, right? Yeah, Patriots playoffs and and what I thought the Patriots' biggest need was going into the draft.
2: Yes, yeah, because it was right before like the Super Bowl, I think, in yeah. January. I
1: think it was the AFC and NFC championship games, and I predicted yep. a Kansas City Tampa Super Bowl, which I think was like the easiest prediction in the world to make.
2: Yeah, at that time, it looked like that was going to be it. That was that ended up being pretty easy. Although uh, Green Bay, Green Bay, I felt like had a good chance last year.
1: So I wonder if this guy's going to stop being mad at me now that I'm was on his precious Wei as a guest.
2: He's going to have to be. He's probably a Wei truther.
1: Well, yeah, and I wanted him to know, like, I'm not like you that just calls in every time they open up the the phone lines. Yeah,
2: <laughs> he I probably was, he's definitely one of the people that calls in.
1: They got me on by reaching out to Connor, getting my contact information from Connor contacted me and asked me to be on but never asked connor to be on believe it or not never he never did they just asked for your contact information they just asked you for my contact information
2: that is true how did that make you feel that you
1: were the middleman to get me on weei but they never invited you on
2: i never really thought about it until now (laughs) Now i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to message ben ask him what's his problem
1: (laughs) uh love vibration nation says (laughs) sorry guys idiots on youtube People are talking about Always. Coach Bill being on the hot seat. I've got news for you. You have the wrong coach. The guy on the hot seat is Josh McDaniels. No, I don't think that any of the Patriots coaches are on the hot seat.
2: Me neither. Me neither. However, I, I think do want to,
1: I do want to throw out, and it is something I thought about. If he goes with Cam Newton, as he says he will, and the season turns into a colossal failure again, and it can be pointed back at Cam Newton. Does that not put him in the hot seat going into next season? It has to, right?
2: Next, next season, I think. Then, yeah, because obviously Robert Kraft already came out was very outspoken this season that he's wants them to win, and then Bill went out and spent a ton of money. So if they're not successful again this year, then I think next season, yes, they there, he's going to be a little bit more on the hot seat than he is now for sure.
1: And Thomas says, "Congrats to the undisputed Jeopardy or Geography King."
2: For all of you that don't know on Patreon, I am an ace in fourth grade geography right now.
1: Well, since we're now recording the live, the back to recording the podcast on YouTube, we will get, you guys will be able to get to see the geography, but you got to watch it live. If you don't watch it live, you won't get it. Cause as soon as we're done, it goes unlisted.
2: That's right. And only and if, the
1: Patreon people can see it.
2: And if I was in fourth grade geography, I'd have like a C plus right now.
1: All right, thanks to everybody who left their comments over on the Patreon page. Don't forget, after this video is posted on there tonight, to leave them again. We will answer them tomorrow. If you're not a frequent person who comments on the Patreon page and who are a Patreon member, make sure you leave your comments or questions so that you can be featured on the podcast at all times. All right, Connor, we got about five minutes left of the podcast here, maybe more about three because we got to get all to our final ads and that kind of stuff. Yes, uh, so sir. I'm going to pull out a couple of non-Patriots things that I saw today, but I, I, I had a couple that were kind of funny, but I had to get to this one because even I need to make it clear to everybody right now, I am not a Boston Red Sox fan. Anybody who's been watching for a long time knows I'm not a Boston Red Sox fan. For the sake of this podcast, I'll choose not to say who I cheer for.
2: Oh, we got um, a we got a uh, super chat here. Oh, pop just it up. A wel- just a welcome back staying in shape our boy ross thanks thank you sir. ross so welcome, welcome back boys glad to see you didn't miss a beat on vacation shades still arguing on twitter that dude today on twitter was a clown
1: it was I, I think i won that debate as soon as i was like dude like you call in as a caller on weei i get brought on as a guest on weei <laughs> that argument was over yeah was there's not there's no
2: coming back from that
1: <laughs> so look i'm not a red Sox fan but even this tweet pissed me off. So I got to read it. And I I already sent it to you and we already had a thing. But Tony Maserati said, Anthony Rizzo, two games in with the Yankees, four for five, five runs scored, three walks, two homers. Meanwhile, the Sox are 0-2 and Kyle Schwarber hasn't played yet. Also, Sox still ranked 14th in AL in defense at first base and 28th in MLB, according to Fangraphs.
2: Yeah, man, the Red Sox fans are having a serious Twitter meltdown right now. This guy's the, the leader of this nonsense. It's been two games, man, and Kyle Schwarber, we knew when they traded for him, was injured. He's rehabbing. He's coming back. Good for Anthony Rizzo. I'm happy for him. He's a good guy. I hope he does well with the Yankees, but what are we talking about? It's been two games. This guy's had two good games. The Red Sox have had two bad games, and it's 162-game season.
1: As I said, I'm not a Red Sox fan. What the Red Sox have done this season is absolutely unbelievable and unexpected. Yep. Did we expect them to hold on to first by September? I don't think we were completely sure. Right. The Rays have been putting on a push.
2: Rays are good.
1: However, if Boston ends up in a wild card spot, that's more than we predicted before the season started.
2: That was like best case scenario when I was thinking is that they were going to scrap for a wild card spot.
1: We looked at the Red Sox team as a pain in the ass that was going to beat up on some of the good teams competing. Yep. They were going to have their bad games. We didn't really see them as a competitive team. We saw them maybe 500. I think we both had them as a 500 team. Yeah. This team is way beyond 500. They're a couple games out of being the best team in baseball. Uh, I think the Rays have overtook them now in the AL. Yeah, East, by, right?
2: by a game, but by we'll see game. who wins tonight.
1: And people are them. like, and as somebody from Toronto who's really following the Toronto Blue Jays and kind of really hoping that they get into the playoffs, like I'm cheering for the Red Sox. Everybody in Toronto is cheering for the Red Sox right now because right. you're competing for that wild card. It's like just let the Red Sox keep winning and and knock Tampa out and and. Let them get closer because at the end of the day, I think Boston can go on a huge winning streak. Boston, the Boston Red Sox are an 0-2 losing streak. You guys, Tony Maserati, I'm not a Red Sox fan, Connor. If anything, I've told you that the fan base in all of sports that I think is the whiniest, pissiest, and of all of them are the Boston Red Sox fans. You've sort of agreed with me, give or take.
2: And this And this guy's the leader right here.
1: He's the leader, and it's ridiculous. Guys, right. enjoy what your Red Sox have are have done, and what they're going to do going forward. They are you guys are absolutely just. It was an absolutely ridiculous tweet.
2: Yeah, and I, I can't say that I'm surprised. We got some more super chats here. Okay. Lawrence Owen says, "Missed you guys. Hope vacation was rejuvenating." Shout out Thank to Lawrence you, sir. Owen. Appreciate Great Colts you,
1: coverage. He's been at camp for the Colts, but he talks all NFL. He's our Patriots outsider. He'll be with us on Wednesday. Always appreciate having Lawrence on. Thank you very much for the super chat. I am rejuvenated. I think we sound rejuvenated tonight. I hope so.
2: You guys, you guys can let us know what you think here. And I, I know you probably will. We got King Cato here. No comment, just a uh, super chat. Same thing from uh, Mr. Tyler Elliott here. Thank you, sir. Appreciate thank it. Thank you. And we can never see the super stickers, but we know that Ross loves the super stickers. So thank you, Ross, for the super sticker. And I hope whoever can see them enjoys them.
1: Appreciate it. Thank you, Ross. Thank you, everybody, for coming in. Yes, Uh, sir. I don't really. We kind of spent more time on that Maserati tweet than I thought we would. Yeah. Uh, So I kind of. okay. I'll just ask you one. I got uh, I stumbled across this debate on Twitter today. I need to know, do you leave your ketchup in the fridge or in the cabinet?
2: I leave mine in the fridge, but I don't eat ketchup a lot. And anything I don't eat a lot, I put in the fridge.
1: Yeah, we're not a big ketchup family either, but I grew up with ketchup in the fridge. Yep. And we put it in the fridge now.
2: Yeah, that's what I do. I put a lot of things in the fridge, though.
1: Funny enough, I just bought ketchup today because we ran out, or our ketchup expired. So I had oh, to buy the right. ketchup. Guys, we've hit that half an hour mark, so it is time for Connor and I to say goodbye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Dear Pats Nation podcast. Connor, tell me about those Patriots
2: legit kid.
1: Connor and I are thrilled to be a part of the NewsBreak team and when you download the free NewsBreak app from the link that we left in the description, it directly supports Dear Patch Nation so you can stay up to date with all of our content and all of your local news for free by downloading the NewsBreak app with the link we provided you in the description. We want to thank all of the Dear Pats Nation Loyalty Club members on Patreon. For only $5 a month, you get an exclusive Patreon webcast from Sunday to Thursday, access to the live recording of the Dear Pats Nation podcast, and an exclusive live stream every second Friday where you can join Connor and I on screen. We don't have any tiers. It's only $5 a month. So come check out the Deer Pats Nation Loyalty Club at patreon.com slash DPN Sports. We've left the link in the description. Support your Pats Nation in style by gearing yourself up with some DPN merchandise over at teesprings.com slash stores slash DPN. We have left the link in the description of this YouTube video and on the podcast.
0: Do. Did will the story of people podcast is now available on the crier media network the first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories ready tara sloan from the san jose sharks undercurrent podcast at nbc sports marianne ivison from ivison voice and the let's take this outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land Let's go to the Blue Hotel. I want to at the Blue Hotel. the podcast that goes everywhere the imagination dares, it's for the open-minded, the pleasure seeker.